We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of this land on which we stand, the Boon Wurrung and Wurundjeri peoples of the Kulin Nation. Welcome back to the official and original Born Born to to Drag Drag podcast. I'm Marley. And I'm Ryan. And we are so excited to be back again to share with you the amazing drag kings, drag queens, and all of the drag betweens. Here in Melbourne and beyond. Yay. Ryan, how are we this week? We're doing we're doing all right. We're doing we're doing, doing all right. I'm doing fab, usually my reply is fabulous, but I'm <laughs> I'm doing fabulous to the amount that I can be. Um, yes. To all our thousands of listeners listening at the moment, um, I was speaking to Marley before about what I have been doing, but I was like, I'm not going to tell you until we start recording because it's <laughs> it's a bit of a silly thing. So what do you what are the things that I do you think I've been doing? Um. Going for walks, lying down outside, lying down inside, yeah. patting your dog, yeah. shaving I, your face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All those things take a long time to do. Um, I've been playing Grand Theft Auto on Xbox Live. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Throwback. It's random for me. A little bit random. It's very... I'm not a gamer. I really am not a gamer. I play World of Warcraft. That's it. It's um, quite gamey. It is a little bit gamey, yes. Well... I'm a bit of a gay gamer. Um, so Grand Theft Auto. That's my yeah. big surprise. I'm coming Is out that, as a gamer. Did you have that? No, I bought it. I bought it Which the other one? night. I, Grand Theft Auto 5. Of what year is that? I don't know. A long time ago. On the on the Xbox, right. Xbox 360. Xbox Live. Well, look, you learn something new every day. Yeah. What have you, you been really doing? Do. This is a drag podcast and let's not waste our time talking about <laughs> gamers. Do you imagine if they're just like drag queens running around in Grand Theft Auto? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, put that out to the universe. We, we want that. We'll pitch it to them. Um, I have been not playing games um, oh. because I'm injured. Um, what? What's happened? What's happened to you? I've, I don't know. I think there's something wrong with my hand and it's in kind of like a brace. And so we're thinking, I thought it was carpal tunnel and the doctor was like, I don't know. But I feel like doctors are all the same. They tell you the exact same thing. And I'm like, look, WebMed told me that too. So I clearly didn't need to come here and go to five different people. But did, yeah. And then I've got like my foot in like this moon boot sandal thing because I have like a really old injury that I never sorted out two years ago. So now I'm just looking fabulous. I look really good in all of these, like, medical equipment things. Obviously. obviously. But, like, luckily, we're inside and no one has to see it. Did you know I've broken both of my wrists twice? How? Horrible wanking accidents. Oh, gosh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was a joke. <laughs> I broke both of them once at the same time um, when I fell off an actual, like, a flying fox. And then one time I fell off a stage, you know, the drama, oh. the, the drama yeah. student of me. And then one time I playing soccer, someone hit the soccer oh. ball straight into my hand and it broke and I cried. I've never broken a bone. You've never broken a bone? No. I've broken so many. I broke my femur for Christ's sake. Oh my, yeah. that's crazy. I wanted to touch on something with you today, Marley, because I was thinking about this the other day. There are so many growing drag families in the United States of Americans and Canada, such as the House of Edwards, House of Davenport. Even Priyanka has adopted Electra uh, as her daughter. There are so many many mothers emerging and i was wondering mm. if you knew any here in melbourne at all 
Well, I don't know a lot, not and not just in Melbourne, but I know of Queen of Kong, mm. who has heaps of kids um, in Sydney, drag kings and drag queens, I believe. Oh my God, it would have been um, painful to push them all out, Jesus. Yeah, and like they're amazing, Queen of Kong, because they also use um, their family in their performances. I'm pretty sure Queen of Kong took some of his drag children to the Adelaide Fringe Festival. Work. Um, and they were his backup dancers, which was really cool. Um, and I also know of Simple the Drag Queen, mm. uh, who probably doesn't remember me, but uh, we met <laughs> during Mardi Gras at the, what was it? It was the, oh, what are they called? I can't remember what the group is called. Heaps Gay. You that's do- what it's called. It was something It was gay. a Heaps Gay party. And... Yeah, he was with this guy. I don't know if they actually know each other, but anyway, it was a funny, funny, funny. And he has a daughter called Shrimple, the drag queen. I might have heard of Shrimple. Simple and Shrimple. I think I know who Shrimple is. Yes, but they're the only... I've heard of a few others, but I can't really remember their Mm. names, to be honest. I'm sure we know them, though. Yeah. What about you? I I don't know too many Australian drag families. Mm. Um. Obviously, our next guest that we're having on this episode, we will be discussing more about um, their own drag family. But yeah, apart from that, I don't really know too many Australian drag families. I just know, obviously, all the major ones in America. Like right. The, the and I guess we kind of know that through watching Drag Race and social media and all of that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And from my experience of watching and observing I would say that some of these kind of newer queens that go on drag race Mm. end up becoming like drag mums and stuff after and there's also heaps that like we don't hear about um who are obviously around and they often what happens is the drag mum's daughters go on the show Mm. and And, then and then the mums and then the mums go after or they just don't go on the show which is pretty interesting as well. Yeah. I just think that we're entering a day of age now where drag queens are becoming queens on their own. Like mm. families' houses, obviously, that with houses are being brought together. But back in the day when there was no social media, there was no YouTube, there was no tutorials, the only way that you could learn how to do drag mainly was you know, having a drag mum and having like a mm. sister that would actually help you. But there's so right. many... So many queens coming up these days where they, you know, they've watched the tutorials on YouTube and then there's, they're just so incredibly skilled and they just yeah. they do it on their own. And then from there, when they, once they do become the, the drag queens, that's when they do form their families. But it's right. not like a thing that you need, you don't need to have a drag mum to start drag anymore, which is, it's incredible. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I think we were talking about this last week as well um with why we think that there's not as many drag families here Mm. or maybe there are and we don't know but it seems that there aren't um a i would say the u.s is a bigger country Mm. so more people um but also like the new york ball scene a lot of like the drag families and the house ofs started back then Mm. um when they were competing for their house or um kind of reminds me of speaking about high school or something the house um (laughs) but um yeah they were yeah competing for their family for their house and often drag mothers would actually take in 
their daughter or get mm. them off the street and, you know, teach them how to perform and how to do what they want to do because it was one of the only places that they could go to um, not be on the street and feel safe. And just being like that, that I, I think we've still got a lot of work to do in regards to, like, battling homophobia and transphobia. But right. All the phobies. But back in there, like, it was, you know, the drag mums, like, took you in and they took yeah. care of you. And, but now we're in a much better state politically. Again, we've still got so much to go where right. we can still, we can pop on a, pop in our high heels and just run down the street. Yes. Yeah. I was literally just thinking as well. <laughs> There's some song, I think it might be an Azealia Banks song. Mm. Um, he's a bit off the rails. We but, stand um, Azealia, thank you. She had a song <laughs> in the background. There's this guy going like, you work me, the house, and we pay $10 to get in a ball. And it's like something about the New York ball scene. Oh my it's God. Good. It's like, I think it's riffed off something, but it's good. Um, but if you had to choose a house, Ryan, like of the ones you know, yeah. it doesn't have to be Australia. Which one would you oh, go to? God, I think, oh, I think this is such a basic answer, but like Edwards, <laughs> like okay. I think just having um, Miss Ooky Spooky, um, <laughs> listless, like you know, she's bloody pr- created Laganja, Shangela, right. Plastique. Uh, so that's a very basic mm. answer. Or like a Davenport. Like I live for Kennedy yeah. Davenport. If she was yeah. my drag mum, like I fucking love Kennedy Davenport. Yeah. What about you? I'd definitely go Davenport. You would, yeah. Or I don't know. I honestly like, to be honest, I probably wouldn't even consider Alexis Mateo. Yeah. No, we like Alexis. So I can be Vanjie's sister. Yeah. <laughs> No, Alexis is an incredible queen. No, I love Alexis. It's just funny because she's very like pageant and then she's very like not. (laughs) She's just the funniest person in the world. Second funniest. Second funniest. Yeah, Thomas is the funniest person in the world. Right, we love Incognito. (laughs) Oh, there it is. Um, (laughs) But let's take a break and then we'll come back with our fabulous guest. Oh, I'm going to break time, yes. Breaky! You gotta wear a mask to save some lives Or even just to avoid a fine For all your face covering needs Don't forget to mask Jeeves You gotta wear a mask so don't delay Or listen to what the conspiracies say For all your face covering needs Don't forget to mask Jeeves so that was the fabulous Mask Jeeves, who you can find on Facebook and Instagram at Mask Jeeves. Reusable, fashionable, comfortable. Get your masks today. This queen we are about to interview is Melbourne's fresh-faced pop princess. Having only done drag for two years, she has gained the titles of Miss Dragathon 2019 and Melbourne's Best New Talent in the 2019 Melbourne Drag Awards. What started as a really fun hobby has now become her full-time job. Please welcome to the pod, Max the Drag Queen. Oh my God, hi. Thank you for having me. Welcome. Thank you for coming. How are you going? I'm very good. I'm a bit dazed and um, feeling hungover. Not actually hungover, but... I'm feeling alive. Good to be here. 
Yes, because as we discussed, you had a fun time last night on Instagram Live. (laughs) Yes, spontaneous lives because I was bored and wanted to do drag in my bedroom. Yes, I mean, why not? Make that coin. If if someone offers you $20 to perform in your bedroom, you do it. That's what you do. You take it. Exactly. I mean... (laughs) Ryan knows about Uh, that. Oh, God bless. Exposed, exposed. Get your coin. But if you do want to subscribe, um, the link is... (laughs) That's for Twitter people. This is Spotify. He's kidding. Just send him a DM. He'll send it to you there. <laughs> Have you been doing uh, much other digital drag aside from Instagram lives? Um, no, not really. Like I can probably count how many times I've done isolation drag, like probably all, like on my hands. I did a few with like XYZ. Um, but yeah, just I think I'm such a people person and really like live off like the energy of like a live audience that it's really hard to vibe with like my computer screen or like my Mm, phone screen being like hello people um i hope you're enjoying this like i have no idea what's going on i'm such a people person that i just can't get around the digital drag era it's so bad i want to but it's not really my jewish (laughs) oh god yes it's just hard isn't it um what venues have you performed at? Look at me ask, asking, not <laughs> pretending, not knowing what event venues you perform at. But um, right, I was like, um, <laughs> we, we, as in me and all my personalities, perform <laughs> at. <laughs> I perform uh every gay venue in Melbourne. I feel like I've performed at now, um, including like rural Victoria, um, down in like Geelong, uh, piano bar and recess bar, um, in Melbourne, like all of Smith Street. Basically, feels like my bloody second home. Um, <laughs> hooked off Southside stuff Yeah I, I can't think of a bar that I Haven't oh, performed that humble Oh my god he's just been everywhere Bit of an all rounder yeah, right? yes. It's funny because Marley exactly. and I were discussing this before um, Today like You were the last drag queen that we saw Live before going into lockdown what? I think it was one of Yeah it was one of yeah. it was That literal last weekend where you could go out um, Marley and I were at uh, Hey Henny I think it was it was Chris and Baby Slut and then you as well wearing oh the Discount God. Universe little <laughs> yeah. little numbers <laughs> yes. doing yeah. your thing. What was it? Um, uh, the, you were performing a song and we were just like, oh my God, this is amazing! Can't wait for next week and then no, next, no next, week. next week. There hasn't been a next exactly. week for six months. <laughs> oh God. exactly. I mean, that was like me and Ryan's thing for a while. Like we would go every weekend to circuit almost like for a few weeks in a row. And you were the one there. The, the and like, one. It, it's very obvious that you're a popular drag queen in Melbourne. Oh, that's so I mean, kind of you to say. Well, you're the, such a high energy performer that like if, your presence on stage is already kind of like a, a big thing that you can kind of see in the audience. Like obviously like all queens, they have their amazing kind of stature and everything, but like there's something, yeah, I think there's some sort of special energy that you give off, which is really cool. That is like the, that is the, you know, like I've, <laughs> Gagged. I've, ha- I've been having like really bad, like mental health at the moment with being inside. So mm, like to hear that, like I have that kind of impact on people, like I cannot stress like how much that means to me. Like that's all I like ever wanted to do when I was performing was just, bring a type of energy that no one else had, even if it was like repeating the same look that someone else has done, doing the same number someone else has done. Like I wanted my energy to just like go beyond and like give people that sort of like hype of like, I love drag, but this is why I love drag. And so I'm definitely glad it translates. It really. Absolutely. Literally when you, 
Oh my god, you are the Lady Gaga of drag, Max. Stop. I like, look like her, but li- I, I, I no. channel her. <laughs> that the week before it was the um the art rave, like, stop, and stop. you were just oh, it was just <laughs> it was just incredible, and it was just like you were just doing art pop, which is just so close to my heart and probably a lot of the gays' hearts. And I remember I was with again Marley. It was a Thursday, and I was like Marley, this is this song, and I was like. Oh, just you know, pulsating yourself into the air and smacking yourself down onto the. I know that jump every time gets me. Like I knew, I know it's coming. Every time, everyone, but it's coming every single everyone. time. <laughs> just wait for the yes, beat to drop. Everyone, no, yeah. No five, six, and then you seven, kind of hear down. like, yes, and you hear like the new people in the audience who like they've just come and they haven't been here before, and they hear, who's that? And they hear Max, Max, <laughs> it's Max. It's Max. It's like they, everyone knows. It's yeah. Max, it Max the drag queen. At Max the drag queen. At Max drag queen. That's me. I love that you brought up the art rave show because that was like the first chance that I like being able to have like my own creation come alive on stage. Baby Sart said that she was going away for whatever weekend it was. Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras weekend. It's Mardi Gras. And I said, she offered me the, the spot of just doing the entire Hey Henny. And I was like, can I do like use boys? Can I like have everything at my disposal? And then she was like, yeah, you can, you know, do whatever you want. It's your Thursday night. And I'm like, stunning. So um, <laughs> I, I have a feeling that I know what I'm going to perform. And so I just like quickly whipped up a, um, a show. I say quickly, it took me like, can I swear? Yeah. Okay, good. Yes. I was like, it took me like, a week to do it. I was like, I was like, oh, this better be the best thing since sliced bread. And um, the reviews and the feedback I got from everyone, including like the owner of Circuit was just like, so yeah. validating. It made me feel so like, proud of myself and like I feel like as drag queens that's really like a, it's a rarity like you do not feel very proud of yourself like a lot of the time you usually get off the stage and you're like that was okay I could improve like blah 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 but I came off and I was just like wow like I feel like I'm I'm here I'm 100 bucks. I you love feel like 100 bucks 100 bucks 100 bucks <laughs> 100 bucks <laughs> especially since you've only been doing drag for two years I can't believe that like, that's crazy to it's me. Crazy. Insane. Like, one of the requirements for Best New Talent is that you have to be doing it for, I think, a year and a half um, to yeah. be, like, a nominated person. And, like, I'm just, like, to know that, like, I won that award within a year and a half and then, like, have been only doing it for two years, like, and it just feels like such a good fit. Like, it feels weird at 21 to be like, I found my dream job because, oh. one, people are like, drag's not a job. <laughs> Two, people are like it's not something you can find so early on as well. Like you'll find, you'll step into something else as you grow older and Mm. become a different person. But it really like feels like drag is the only thing that's ever like, like clicked for me. And it just feels so good that people love, love to see it. (laughs) Yeah. That that's super lucky to feel that as well. With winning that award at the Melbourne drag awards, that dress. Oh my goodness! Stop. The, the, <laughs> the blue, dress. the baby blue, the little, the little blue number. Who, who made that, or did you make it? I made that with my drag mum, Isis Avis Loren. We, I say that I made seventy percent. She made thirty percent. It was a team effort, but like, I think it's. Well, I think everyone knows it's like my favorite fucking thing to wear. I don't the stop little, wearing it. <laughs> white boots. Just rip the skirt off, put rip some white boots on. Off. Thigh High Queen of Melbourne. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's an iconic piece, and I am so glad that it's like, I like, what's the word I'm looking for? Iconic. Um, it's on merch, so it's what's the word? Um, immortalized. Immortalized. 
Oh, um. Do you know what I'm looking for? Like crystallized. <laughs> like, um. <laughs> like, I was crystallized and Trey didn't like the session, so he had burnt me. Um. <laughs> it's. It's, it's just, it's iconic. That, we'll just say iconic, yeah. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> so that was a dress that you wore for Melbourne's Best New Talent? Yes. So for Miss Dragathon 2019, that was last year. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Like, what did that involve? So that is a local competition at um, the 86 Bar on Smith Street. Um, yeah. And I think it's just a fun little, like, competition. It goes for the... And I cannot stress this enough. The entire fucking day. Like from, I, I got there at 11, 11. And that's drag time. 11 a.m. <laughs> is not it. I cannot stress it enough. 11 yeah. a.m. is not it for drag queens. Um, but I was there from 11 a.m. to like 1 a.m. Like oh the next day. It was, it was a mess. I, look, I looked wow. so disgusting after it. But it was... Oh, I don't believe that. Um, I don't believe that at all. Oh, <laughs> I've got pictures. I'll send them to you. Um, <laughs> it's just a local drag competition. It was like a bunch of heats and I was in heat one, which is at 11 a.m. And um, mm. if you win your heat, you went on to like the grand final. And I was up against Archie Arsenic, an incredible drag artist um, in the finals. And I just... I, I pushed myself to do like different things. Oh, I say different things. I performed fucking Lady Gaga. I pushed myself <laughs> to do different things in that competition. I did my first ever ballad in that competition, which got me to the finals. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, you know how I want to win? I want to win by performing. I know this is a podcast and people can't see, but my favorite song, Applause. <gasps> Beautiful. Oh my God. And, and I was like, you know what? That is, that's why it's um this little thing today. I don't even know what it is. It's like a Spotify that's super thing, cute. but... Um, yeah. it's a very important song for my drag and I feel like it's really made like, I feel like if people think of applause, I come to mind. I hope that's people yeah. told me that. So I'm saying it on um, a podcast forever now. I think of Venus. Yeah. When I hear Venus, I think of you. That one as well. <laughs> think of, think of, uh, I just think, think of, of you. <laughs> when I lay in bed, I touch myself and think of you. <gasps> you're, you're, I mean, you're skinny, you're rich and you're a little bit of a bitch. I thought you were going to be like, you're skinny, you're white, you're privileged. And I was like, you know what? Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. No. So shout out to Sex Dreams. I was that like, call dreams. her out. <laughs> with, with your Lady Gaga, I mean, we all love a bit of Lady Gaga, but was there, a, was there a significant reason why you, like, chose Lady Gaga? Um, I'm not, I'm going to say that I'm not, like, an impersonator. I'm definitely no, not. someone <laughs> that just, like, no, I know what you mean. They're like, she's definitely a muse for my art form and my craft. And, like, to me, like, when someone says, like, who's your favourite drag queen? I'm, I'd say Lady Gaga. Like, because she is, to me, what, like, drag is and should be. Like, ever-changing, artistic, um, whatever you want it to be. Like, she... As soon as I, like, came to terms with my sexuality, I... That's... Because I, I put off listening to Lady Gaga for so long because I was, like, she's such associate Like, she's associated so much with the LGBT community. And I was just, like... As someone like, who was really closeted and, like, really in denial, I was, like, I can't be associated with, like, with Lady Gaga or, like, like her music. But um, as I came into my own, I really just understood and appreciated like everything she did and I was like oh my god and then I listened to Art Pop as soon as I came out um like publicly and it was just I don't know it's like a 
I don't know if you know this, but I really like art pop. I feel like uh, stream <laughs> art pop do. on iTunes. Um, <laughs> I just think it is so creatively like fueled and like it just really has like shaped myself as a drag queen, and I just have so much respect for it. And that's on period. Yeah, that's on. Yeah, <laughs> on period. I would tongue pop, but I can't. Uh, <laughs> you would tongue art pop. Tongue. Oh, were you waiting this. to say that? Were you waiting to she say was that? Waiting. <laughs> And I was just holding it and I was like, okay, my turn. Um, <laughs> and I want to know, because you are such an amazing performer. Did, Wait, what did you say, Do Marley? you have like say a dance? Say it again. Because you're such an amazing performer, <laughs> um, where does all of your movement and dance come from? Did you like learn that or do you have a dance background? Um, I don't know, actually. Well, I say I don't know as if. I'm not myself. Um, <laughs> I did gymnastics for six years. I was. I was gonna guess gymnastics yeah. because you move. You move like someone who knows it knows their body, but it it's not like a like you know. I don't know. It's oh, just something. Sexy. Yeah, I like that. It was yeah. really sexy. Move <laughs> like someone who knows their body. I. Oh. Yeah, I you just know. Make. That's beautiful. <laughs> I want that on like tombstone. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, no, gymnastics for six years. I actually could not do wow. the splits until I started drag. That's no. <laughs> I couldn't do the splits. How long did it take? Um, I literally, like, I did gym for six years and I couldn't do the splits. And then I did my first um, performance at Baby Drag and I did, I performed Venus by Lady Gaga. And I, the, the big bit towards the, uh, the final chorus came, the bridge into the chorus. And I was like, this feels like the moment that, a drag queen would do a split. So I did. And I'm now known as the girl who does the middle split because not many people apparently can do that. Yes. <laughs> yes. You did it as well when you were, I don't know if you were on the South side, like you looks like you're at like Paran Bowls Club, but you might've been. Oh my God. Yes. Bowls I was club. at the Bowls Club. Was it Paran? St. Kilda Bowls Club, I believe. St. Kilda. Okay. I should know that because I live oh. there. Um, <laughs> St. Kilda East. St. <laughs> Kilda East. St. Kilda East represent. <laughs> um, but yeah, you did the middle splits on the lawn there doing some cartwheels yeah. and then doing all this crazy stuff. Yeah. What was that for? Um, that was poofed of having a, oh God, they do so many events. I'm trying to remember what one it was, but it was a poofed of event and it was like a, a gay on the lawns. I don't know. <laughs> it was something punny. Um, but Amazing. <laughs> um, that was right at the time that Dua Lipa just released physical and I was like, you know what? Yes. I'm gonna get physical. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I have never had the opportunity to perform barefoot um, <laughs> and on fake grass. So I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna show everybody. I'm gonna show everybody that I did gymnastics. <laughs> so I was yes. like, six cartwheels into a split. <laughs> and I think it's like one of my most like watched and like watched, yeah. liked and commented videos on my Instagram. So I'm like, you know what? That's that's tea. I'm fine with that. It was kind of iconic. <laughs> yeah. So you could almost say drag helped you open your legs. I <laughs> would definitely say that drag helped me open my legs. It just, I think they were open. I just think that it helped spread them wider. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. This is too much. <laughs> I, I love, love it. it. And another thing, like fully off topic, but I love your cat. Don't be sitting right next to me, and I'm like, oh, I gave him a, a warning. I said, I'm about to do a podcast, so if you make a fucking sound, you're losing your hair. You look like you look like you love her, but also like you like she's your evil like nemesis. Yeah, it's definitely a love hate relationship. I 
am such a cat person. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> I'm a cat I'm person. Such a cat person. Yes. I'm not like I hate dogs, but I'm just like I'm scared of dogs. So cats are definitely my Jewish. But we, yeah, I feel like cats always have a love hate relationship with everybody. So, <laughs> my God, yes, absolutely, definitely, and. Because you're so young and you haven't been doing drag for too long, but you're already so accomplished. Thanks, Max. Um, do you have any future goals or ambitions with your drag? Um, I was saying um, to my drag mom recently, um, I, was, I was saying we're just discussing drag goals and like what we want because this lockdown has been so hard on drag artists, especially like all over the country, all over the world. But... Melbourne seeing like the rest of the <laughs> the um country know, bloody Sydney leave us alone. right the rest of the country going back to normal <laughs> it's made us really reflect and like take a take a second to be like so what do we want out of drag like what are we trying to mm. get out of it and I think my goals are to when it's possible um definitely take drag on the road much more like I did I've done a little like a bit of more interstate gigs, a bit of more. I have done some <laughs> we'll interstate <laughs> gigs in the past and I've got a taste for it. I want to, I want to do more. I want to travel with drag. I want to go uh, yeah. national. I want to take not just like performing like little three and a half minute Lady Gaga spot numbers. I want to be doing like 15 minute production yes. Lady Gaga shows. Yeah. <laughs> um, like everywhere, all over the world. Um, I just hope that I can get to that level. You could yeah. even next Priscilla for Christ's sake. Right? Take me to the... I was about to say the Big Rock. Take me to Ayers Rock. Not perform on it, just kind of like near it. Just you near know what it. I mean? Mm. Yeah. So, Max. Yes. I also would like to know, you said before that your drag was something that you... Did you say you wanted to take it on full-time or it is basically your full-time job right now? Um, it... I'm so proud of myself to say that it is my full time is my full time job at the moment. It's hard to yeah. say that when we're in a quarantine lockdown, but yeah, um, it is what pays the bills. It's what moved me out of um, my family home. It's what's right. Yeah, putting food on the table like that's it's my full time yeah. job, and I'm so like glad and like, it fills me with such joy to be able to say that. Because I didn't think after two years that, like, I'd be able to be like, yeah, I, you know, I'm a full-time cross-dresser. Like, come on now. (laughs) (laughs) And where in Melbourne are you originally from? So did you, you moved out of your family home from where? Um, I am an east side (gasps) gay. My God, me. Ringwood. Ringwood. I say say Ringwood because that's what people, like, know when I, because I'm, like, Mitchum. Mitchum. I'm I'm Knoxfield. Oh, my God. Stunning. I, Uh? like... (laughs) <laughs> I'm like I always hated Knox, but like good for you. Like no, I ha- no, I hate it here. I want to get out. Help me. Oh, I'm so stressful. I'm blinking twice. Blink. <laughs> Morse code. And you moved to where? Um, I'm in Hawthorne now. Oh, so okay, still, nice. Still east, but definitely more towards where the action is. The right, action. Right, right. Because you've got a few drag. You've got a bit of a drag family. Am I right? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Um. Men- are we are we Menorah Fox family? We are Menorah Fox family. Uh, yes. Hi Menorah. Yes, hi Menorah. <laughs> Shout out. She better be listening. We love, we love you, um, Menorah. <laughs> um, Menorah. Um, well, like my drag mom, Isis. Um, I don't know. I feel like we're all just one big family, but like it's very just like sub families. It's really hard to describe. Right. But like Menorah is definitely like a really big supporter of mine, and definitely, definitely my like good sister, good Judy. 
I love her a lot. Definitely, absolutely. I think the thing with like drag families and just not even drag families, just being, I've said this before, I don't know what episode I said this on, but just being in this community, it's something RuPaul has said, but like we get to choose our family. And sometimes the people that we choose, we have stronger bonds with than our actually family members, but then it's just magical and it's love. And yeah, I, I don't know. I, I used to think that drag families were like overrated, but um, <laughs> cliche. Cliche. I just thought it was like a more of like an American thing, and a lot of a lot of Australian girls would say the same. Um, that like drag families are overrated, but I really take not to get too like personal on a podcast, but I take I take <laughs> drag families very serious now because my, my if I say her name one more time, I swear to gosh. But um, Isis Avis Lorenz, she to me is the definition of like a house, like. And I'm talking, like, house, mm. like, I'm referencing, like, 1980s New York house, like, drag right. house. She took me in when I had, like, nowhere else to go, like, put me up in her house, like, like took care of me, um, taught me, like, much more about drag and, like, gave me just, like, a deeper respect for it. So when I say I'm part of a drag house, I'm, like, wow. I truly am part of a drag house. I have drag family, but my house is, like, Isis. Like, I have so much so much love and respect for that beautiful human being so nice yeah it's support it's yeah it's what'll get you through oh, fully especially times like this just having a check-in mm. at least once a day being like hi are you okay definitely <laughs> hi how are you yeah definitely and i guess not everyone can say that so i guess that's an, another thing to be grateful and lucky about during these times gratitude really is the gateway to happiness <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's me. That's my <laughs> Fuck all you bitches. That is gossip, that is, Ryan. That's, that's, that's gossip. gossip. That's gossip. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, Max, we would like to thank you so much for coming on the podcast with us today. We love you. We stan you. Thank you so much. It's so beautiful to hear like all your kind words about me. I really appreciate being on the podcast. It's an absolute honor. Um, oh. I hope everyone's had a good oh, time listening. Absolutely. Yes. Me and Ryan usually just talk about how much we love you behind closed doors oh don't, and expose like, oh, don't expose me i know don't expose me. but like Ouch. they'll think we're a freak but like we just we just love watching you guys perform and we can't do it right now and it's really annoying hopefully we all get to be reunited at circuit on a thursday sometime in the near future very near I'm future fingers crossed praying for it pray to gaga pray yes. to gaga pray to gaga pray to gaga oh. <laughs> All right. Well, we will hopefully speak to you soon. And until then, please get back on Instagram Live. I will, just for you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys. (laughs) Goodbye, Matt. Thanks. See ya. Bye. Ryan, what do you do on a Wednesday night during isolation? You know, not a lot. Maybe watch some TV. What about you? Well, I was the same. Dreaming of the day I'd be back at Trivia or Drag Bingo. And now I am. Ooh, tell me more. Well, our new sponsor, Pride of Our Footscray, which is a community bar located in, you guessed it, Footscray, has their self-bingolation nights happening. Ooh, yes, I have heard of them. The word on the street is that they're the best drag bingo going around. The word is correct. Self-Bingolation is a camp and colourful online drag bingo that is hosted on Twitch with the hostess and the queen of quarantine herself, may I say, Aurora Arsenic. Let me guess, she does it from her lounge room? Correct! Aurora is right at home with you. She gives us comedy, performance, bingo, and there's even prizes to be won all night. 
Well, I am super competitive, so if there are any goodies to be won, I am down. What types of prizes do they have? You are competitive, just like me. And along with that, I also know you love a double vodka soda and shopping for new clothes. So you're in luck, because the prizes that you can win include... Thomas, can we get a drum roll, please? Thank you, Thomas. The prizes include bar tabs for when the pride of our Footscray bar reopens, novelty items, as well as items from their merchandise store. And better yet, if you miss out on any prizes, you can just go and purchase some merch from their online store at www.prideaboutfootscray.bigcartel.com, which is directly supporting members of your community. Ooh, this is exciting. I kind of want to dress up for it. Well, lucky for you, each bingo night has a theme, and there are prizes to be won for best dressed. Types of themes include 80s, 90s, divas, musicals, and more. This sounds like so much fun. The Pride of Our Footscray has done a great job of creating something that allows people to have fun, but still adhere to lockdown restrictions. Exactly. It's a win-win, really. And the best thing is, my international friends can come too. I mean, it might be early in the morning for them, but they can still come. You know, this also sounds like it could be a really great way to celebrate birthdays, game nights, and work parties as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's all the fun you could want. Guests can live chat with the hostess, Aurora Arsenic. They can have Zoom parties with friends and self-bingolation even host private, social, and corporate online bingo events as well. Amazing. How do I buy a ticket? Well, you know when you go out, you're a few drinks in. You may or may not have paid entry and you go to pay for your next drink and your card declines. No. Me either. And that won't happen here because the tickets are only $9 each and you can buy extra books of bingo tickets for $2 each. So it's literally the most affordable, authentic piece of fun you will ever experience. And the money goes straight to supporting the performers and their team. So to book, you can go to www.trybooking.com slash capital B-J-U-K-U. The link will also be in our episode description on our social media at Born to Drag and on Facebook and Instagram at Pride of Our Footscray. I can't wait. I've never even played bingo before, but I'm excited. You know what? I don't think I have either, but it doesn't matter because the tickets and instructions on how to play and where to watch will be sent to you before 6pm on the day of bingo. Amazing. So which Wednesdays are coming up? So Wednesday the 30th of September and it will be fortnightly from there. Perfect. Well, I can't wait to see updates and promos for it. So I guess I should go follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Pride of Our Footscray. Yes, that is at Pride of Our Footscray on Facebook and Instagram. See you Wednesday. What an amazing performer. Stunning. But in, I know I said that eight times, you but <laughs> in all seriousness, Max the Drag Queen oh. is not one to be missed. He's one of the best in Melbourne. So when all of you listeners out there get a chance, please check out this young performer. Like, not only can he perform, but he's just so so much charisma. Like, oh, real, uniqueness. really, really lovely human being. So thank you to yeah. Max for coming he on. He is fab. For an interview. Okay, let's move into our last segment of the podcast, the events segment. In this segment, we are going to highlight some fun and fabulous digital events that are happening at the moment so you guys can continue having a ball in isolation as I know you are. Hit it, Marley. <laughs> Very good, right? <Ryan. laughs> Fuck me. 
Okay, so we, as usual, have the Poof Doof live streams that are brought to you every Saturday night at 9pm on Facebook Live. DJ Argonaut Twitch sessions every Saturday night as well. So if you can't be bothered watching something and you just want to listen to good music, switch him on. Very good songs and I usually don't even like want to listen, but it's it's quite fun. Um, Lip Sync Roulette, our favourite drag session every Saturday night at 7.30pm where performers battle it out for real cash money prizes, which are donated during the event stream. So go on Facebook and search Lip Sync Roulette to find out more. Last week's winner was a first-time competitor, Prue Brown, whose speaking of drag families is in fact the daughter of Victoria Bitter, who I love. Um, we've got Vaudeville Drag Cabaret Restaurant, which hosts Fabulash Fridays every Friday night at 6pm and The Vixens every Saturday night at 7pm. We have Questing Queens with Freda Commitment because she's afraid of commitment and some other fabulous queens. And they will be playing Dungeons and Dragons on Facebook Live on Saturday, October the 10th. So Ryan, that might be something you as a gamer want to check into. <laughs> We've got Dot. Oh, no, we don't. We've actually got Daytona's Drag Extravaganza also on a Saturday night, but at 7.30pm via Twitch. So maybe you guys watching will need to alternate between every single event happening on a Saturday night. And last but not least, we obviously have Pride of our Footscray, who have their self-bingolation nights, also known as Drag Bingo, happening every second Wednesday night at 7.30pm. So the next session is Wednesday, the 30th of September. Thank you, my fabulous Marley. That is quite the list of events we've got happening. (gasps) Well, that is coming up to the end of episode seven. We would like to thank our guest this episode, the art pop princess themselves, Max the Drag Queen. Yay. Yay. Yes, and if you would like to thank Lady Gaga's good friend Max, you can follow them on Instagram at Max Drag Queen on Instagram. That is Max Drag Queen, not Max the Drag Queen. <laughs> Absolutely. And if you've followed him, you can head over to our link on our Instagram bio and tip away. Yes, $1, $2, $5, $10, just like the world's water consumption, every drop counts. <laughs> We would like to thank our sponsor this episode as well, Mask Jeeves. Go follow them on Instagram at Mask Jeeves and check them out. Yes, and we would also like to congratulate our competition winner this week, Jessamine Moffat. You have won yourself a mask by Mask Jeeves and you will soon be wearing a comfortable, fashionable and breathable mask in no time. Yes, and for anyone else wanting to win some prizes, stay tuned on our Instagram page and try and guess who our next masked drag performer will be. Woohoo! And additionally, we would like to thank our amazing sponsor, Pride of Our Footscray. I'm still not over Paramore, I mean, sorry, Aurora Arsenic's fabulousness on Wednesday night. So if you want to experience this and win even more prizes, Follow them at Pride of Our Footscray and at Aurora Arsenic on Instagram. The booking links are also in their bio. And don't forget to subscribe to us, the Born to Drag podcast, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Born to Drag. And until then, I'm Marley. And I am still Ryan. And you can catch us next time on Born, Born to, to Drag. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. 
Born to Drag is a toil and trouble podcast produced and sound engineered by Thomas Bradford, co-produced by Marley Koenig-Drew, and co-hosted by Ryan McGart and Marley Koenig-Drew. Our theme song is an original by Thomas Bradford, and our logo artwork is designed by Marley Koenig-Drew and digitally transformed by Thomas Bradford. 